Hello, and welcome to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. I am your host, R.T. Fleming. I'm here to help you find your next digital pick from the golden age to the present. Since I was a kid, I have been reading comics, and I have never lost my love of comic books. I try to pass on that excitement for comic books to others, always looking for that next fantastic read, or discovering an old favorite. It's Thursday, June 30th, 2022, and this is episode 51 of the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. This time around, it's kind of a special episode for a number of reasons. For starters, I am welcoming back my first creator back to the show, Ryan Gertes. Now I have bloggers like Alan Stewart and other podcasters, Ross Aiken, who does Stop, Let's Team Up, but I've never had a creator back. A few episodes back, well, by this time, more than a few, Ryan was on talking about another comic he was involved with called West Deacon. And he talked about a Western comic. And I promised him that when the Western comic was coming out again, I'd bring him back on for the podcast. So this time around, we're talking about his comic called Buzzard and Bones, which is Western-themed. So that's the first thing. The second thing is I kind of botched the interview up. I knew he was the creator. Somehow in my messed up mind, I thought he was a writer. So I prepared all these questions, and midway through the podcast, I realized Ryan wasn't the writer. He's the artist. So I'll talk about being dumbfounded and guffawed. But Ryan and I had fun. There's a lot of banter going back and forth. We really enjoyed putting this episode together. Check it out. It's one of my favorite episodes. Hope you enjoy it. Let's get on to the podcast. But remember, I'd like to hear from you good and bad, feel free to DM me on Twitter or Instagram or write to me at FantasticComicFan, all one word at gmail.com. Hey, welcome back to the Fantastic Comic Fan Podcast. Today, I am welcoming back Ryan Gutierrez. And this is a special podcast because he's my first creator that I've actually brought back onto the podcast. I have other podcasters who've been doing things with other guests, but Ryan's my first creator that's on here the second time. Now, I had him on a, a while back for West Deacon, and at the time we were talking about his Western comic book or Western-themed comic book. I'm like, why didn't you tell me about that in the first place? So I promised him, after all this time, we'd get him on to talk about his Western comic. But before we talk about it, why, Ryan, did you go through this comic book as a western theme because westerns don't sell you know that why are you doing a western <laughs> this is a money loser i mean come on ryan i thought you were better than that but why'd you pick a western ryan well uh it was uh it co-created by me and my my friend nick philpot and um we were really excited about the idea of doing a kind of what they've done with european history where they've infused magic into it we thought it would be really cool to do that with american history and where is a more dangerous and inviting and kind of a freedom evocative setting as the old West? I mean, it's, it's just, it's rife with conflict and, um, and mystery and romance and danger and darkness. And, and, you know, it's funny because it's a lot of people have that attitude publishers where they're like, well, you know, Westerns don't sell, but I find it odd because people always say that. And every few years a Western movie comes out, it does incredibly well. People devour it, you know, and, and, and there's actually some Western comic books that are out there right now. Comics Allergy Unlimited has done a couple of Westerns, I think, and there's a few other things out there. 
I would like there to be more Westerns because I like, like there to be more diversity in the comic books themselves. So tell the listeners a little bit about Buzzard and Bones. Uh, Buzzard and Bone is a sort of reimagining of the uh, conflict between the Hatfields and the McCoys in Appalachia. Many so you're plagiarizing. Years. Exactly. But I don't know if it's possible to plagiarize off history, um, uh, but maybe we can work out the semantics of that. But it, it's kind of loosely based on that. And uh, the script that Nick wrote basically takes a lot of aspects of that conflict, this, this legacy of conflict between these two families. And he retells it in an alternate version of American history where magic is infused in every aspect of life and war. And, and uh, you know, instead of pulling out revolver pistols and firing at each other, they pull out wands made of birch okay. and oak, you know. And, so, uh, so is Nick the co-creator of this? Yeah, Nick is, the, Nick is really the brains behind it and the writer. And, um, so mean, what do you I, do behind it? Just take the credit? Uh, yeah, no, I I, <laughs> I try to I exclude him from interviews to take his credit. And uh, no, it's it basically um, when after he wrote the script, um, he gave me free con- control over the story in the art phase. So a lot of the changes I made just to kind of make it work with my style as an artist and to alter the action sequences a little bit and to mess with the cinematography. And eventually it just became a co-creator credit because I, I came up with so many ideas that Nick was like, he, he he just offered me the credit. He's like, this is as much yours as it is mine now. So, um, so who actually... And I, does the art? Oh, I do all the all the art. You do the art for this? Oh I yeah, didn't, you didn't know that? <laughs> no, I because I, I was I was looking at it and it just said the two creators and I didn't know you were the artist behind all this. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, I've drawn this and West Seekin at the same time as well as two other books. Yeah, very different style. The art style is much more kind of a Sergio Topi kind of messy ink and, and it's more chaotic. I was doing the colors for the first issue. And the second issue, and then uh, for the third issue, we actually got a colorist to help us out so I can meet my deadlines. So just... how the heck did you become an artist? How did I become an artist? I mean, you're actually pretty good for an amateur. <laughs> uh, well, at this point, I mean, technically, I guess I'm professional since I do this full time and this is what pays for my chicken. But um, I mean, I, I, I've been drawn since I was a kid, since before I could read. And then I went to school for it, for fine art where uh, they tried to make me into a fine artist to do oil paintings, but I insisted on doing comics instead, and I pissed off a lot of people. (laughs) When I left school, I was a professional boxer for a few years where I taught boxing and women's self-defense and, uh, you know, and then sort of circled back toward art once I uh, realized that I was lucky to not get my nose broken before. I'm going to feel really stupid right now, but did you do the art for West Deacon too? Oh yeah, the West Deacon. Oh, we probably I probably talked about that too. And yeah, it's all right. You, you do a lot of interviews. Um, yeah, yeah. West Deacon is also the. I did the pencils, inks, colors, and for a lot of it, I did the lettering too. Um, do we? Do you remember if we talked about that last time that you did the art too? Did we talk about that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. You oh my were gosh, very, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, oh god, you will never live this down. The internet will set you ablaze. <laughs> no, exactly. But you know, this is a completely different style than what you did before. I'm usually yeah. really more prepped for an interview than this, and I'm just completely... No. It's okay. I'm actually really excited to get your authentic uh, first reaction to the artwork now that you know it's mine. Um, yeah, it's a very different style. That's one of the reasons I wanted to do it. I mean, Nick and I were talking about this for a while while he was working on the script, and I was just getting more and more excited. So when I got a chance to draw it, I was like, I want to try something totally different from what... I'm sorry. I'm just completely speechless because I lost <laughs> my whole train of thought. I, I, I don't know how I managed to do this. So how's West Teakin doing for you overall, though? Uh, I'm, I, it's been super exciting. I mean, we went to a convention. We sold a bunch of copies. For a while, it was apparently sold out on Comixology. Uh, but some of that's probably because I ordered some copies for the convention. But apparently, it was, it was not entirely due to me, which is pretty great. 
Um, tell, the yeah. re- tell the readers real quickly about West Deacon, what it is, so they know. West Deacon is my my creation from the ground up. It's a um, cosmic fantasy superhero. Okay, that's enough. No, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm filibustering your podcast. Yeah, he's a cosmic fantasy superhero character who uh, I was working on for many years while I was doing other books for, for money. And then uh, I just found a publisher in Europe that was excited about it. We're, we're one issue in right now. Uh, second issue is coming out within the next, probably within the next month and a half. It takes me a while to draw it because I pretty much paint every page, you know. So this one is Buzzard and Bones being put out by SourcePoint Press. How did that happen? Uh, you had nothing around. to do with it. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we put together a pitch. We put together the first like 10 pages of art and uh, it sat there for a couple of years or, we, or one year while we pitched it around to different publishers. And uh, we had a few bites, but the one that was the most notable was SourcePoint Press because I'd worked with them in the past. And I, I knew some of the editors uh, loosely. I don't even know if they remembered me because I would, when I worked with them the first time, it was on some really small book. But I liked them well enough to, you know, to work with them again. And um, they seem like nice people and they, they, you know, they're a name. Yeah, we went with them and we haven't regretted it. Their, their book design, if you really get the chance to look at the book, the book design is so professional. Yes. I, I, I was looking at it. It's, it. it's a great book. Now, have you ever decided to try to like, do your own stuff like on a Kickstarter with projects like that? Have you ever considered doing something like that? Uh, I'm increasingly considering it because uh, at this point I'm getting that advice from a lot of people who are like, you know, you don't even have to use a publisher. You can, you can do this for a living and just do it off Kickstarter. Comics are huge on there. I'm thinking about it more and more. It does feel a little bit scary because it's like, I've never done a Kickstarter and I would probably need someone to help me manage it. It's, it's exciting to think about. Do you have any idea what you would do for a Kickstarter project? And would, yeah. you like to, would you like to write and draw that or just steal the credit from somebody else again? Um, I would love to steal the credit from someone else because it involves less work. Uh, if I was going to do the work myself, I think I would probably, uh, I have, I have a, a script I've been sitting on for like a, about six months to a year. Uh, around You're just about. waiting for the previous writer to pass away so you can. Yeah, exactly. I'm waiting for the, the other co-creator in that one to, to slowly die so I can, I can absorb all of his credit and probably some of his life force. But yeah, I've been sitting on that and I've been, I've been thinking about where I would pitch this, this, this third book. But now I'm thinking, man, maybe this would be a good thing to do on a, on a Kickstarter. This is probably outside of your wheelhouse. but It likely is. Yes, I know. Because you're only an artist and who wants to steal yeah. everybody's credit. And everything. No, um, <laughs> the, the first issue of um, Buzzard is on Kindle Unlimited. Do you know how that happened? What do you mean? Like how, how it ended up digital? Well, no, no. You can actually get the first issue for free if you're a member of Kindle Unlimited. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not exactly sure. That's the business end of it. And I, yeah, I was I, just curious because I, 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 I was doing I'm, some I'm research. A, I'm a, yeah, I'm the troglodyte who draws the things. Uh, I don't really know. But, but I'm assuming I get a kickback off of that from uh, from clicks, I hope. Yeah, because I, I was looking at it. I did some research. And well, it's available through Kindle Unlimited. So because I have Kindle Unlimited, I can borrow it. But it's not part of Comicsology Unlimited, what you would think it would be part of. And I was just kind of curious. But you can also buy... The second issue for a dollar ninety nine, I think, on there. Yeah, that's a pretty typical digital price for a comic. Yeah, because it's about twenty pages. West Deacon, for example, is like three ninety nine for the for the Kindle uh, because it's like a forty page book. It, they're pretty fat, which is one of the reasons they come out like once every month and a half. Is because it's like it takes a while. But so, can you do a monthly book? Oh yeah, at this point, I mean, like I I, I literally draw three or four books at a time. That's how I make my living. So I, at this point, if if um, if 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 it, if it was doing if it gets to a place where it's doing well enough 
I, I will absolutely, I, I could probably come out with two issues a month. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm excited to see like that the book is selling at all. It's just so nice to see people starting to pick it up. I'm getting emails from people saying they love it. They're asking about the next issue, which is just like the most exciting thing for a creator to have people reaching out to you, like demanding another volume and being like, hey, this was great, you know. Buzzard and Bone says four issues. Yeah, this, it's a four issue arc. Um, we're releasing the third issue on, I think it's, let me double check. I'm pretty sure it's June 29th. Um, yeah, June 29th, issue three comes out. So does this continue again? Can there be another story behind it or is it just self-contained? Yeah, well, uh, Nick, I mean, his plan was uh, an anthology. He wanted to just do a collection of stories based in American history, all over American history, different, different like notable events and times and places and characters and just kind of infuse it with fantasy fiction, kind of a revisionist history of America told from the lens of like fairy tale. Okay. Which is really awesome, and I told him I would be, I would love to come back as an artist, but it feels like for an anthology you want to have different artists take us take a, a, a whack at it. So yes. I feel like I need to not be a miser. <laughs> Ryan, before you wrap this up this time around, is there anything else you want to add? Uh, I want to thank you for having me on again. Uh, oh no, but, it was great. We 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 were talking before, and you're always welcome back to talk about whatever. I, I will try to be a little more prepared. I I was prepared. I sent you a bunch of questions, and I completely. Have no idea. I went completely off the rails. <laughs> completely. I'll be honest. I, I'm kind of preferring the less prepared interview. I like I like the chaos a little bit. But um, I guess if I had to add anything, I'll say, uh, and for those of you who uh, didn't catch the first interview, um, Wes Deacon is available on Amazon and Comicsology, and so is Buzzard and Bone. And I will have of, links for both those. I promise. Please do, guys. It's 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 doing pretty well right now. I'd love to see. Um, I'd love to see. Anyone tell me what they think of the book. Reach out to me. I always answer emails from fans, readers, everyone. Awesome. Ryan, again, thanks so much for having or coming on to the podcast. I will have you on again. Thanks so much. And you have a good time today. Bless your heart, sir. Well, that's it for today's podcast. Again, I would love to hear from you. Fantastic comic fan at gmail.com. Remember, new episodes every Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening to this episode, and I hope to see you next time.